Hey there, I'm Pia and welcome to another episode of In My Own Words, brought to you by Common Sense and Ridiquel. On these podcasts, we have real conversations with a lot of different people and hopefully we will benefit our communities like Manchester, where this podcast was born. Today's episode is called Who They Think We Should Be. Um, I'm very excited to be joined by Torrin Andrews. We've spoken on these issues before and I'm hoping that our conversation um, just brings a lot of light to your day and a lot of um, thought. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting into it. So Torin, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm good, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and just talking about some pretty interesting topics from what I've been told anyway. I'm glad to kind of just get into it and yeah, just hopefully do something that's good. <laughs> Very interesting. Like we've had, just to set the context, we've had a few conversations about this before and our opinions are always so almost like in sync with one another with how we see the world and stuff and we sort mm. of just want to get it across I think um just to see what your thoughts are as well like um just the audience and stuff because I think it's always nice like when people come together and share like religious conversations because I think there's so little of it nowadays because it's such a taboo subject almost yeah. but today should be very good um our main, so like I said, our main issue that we're talking about today is religion. And how do you pick what group identity you belong to, really? And what does religion play in who you are? So, Torin, if you just want to give everyone a little bit of a background as to your religious group, mm-hmm. how you got there, um, just like an overview. Um, yeah, so firstly, just a bit about, my, bit about myself. Um, as you said, my name is Torin, and I'm currently in Fallowfields in Manchester at the moment, um, studying at university and all those sort of things. But yeah, in terms of religion, I am a Christian. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've been on that journey for a while now. I, I grew up in a Christian household. My dad's actually a pastor of a church and all these sort of things. So yeah, religion has always been a part of my life. It's always been something that I've identified mm-hmm. with, and it's been a very strong foundation in a lot of stuff I do um yeah I've been surrounded by a lot of different people and a lot of different religions though and it's, it's nice to kind of have these conversations with people that don't necessarily agree with you but have a different perspective yeah. but with something that's so I guess big and profound as religion is literally defines your way of life so it's I, I just like my perspective and from this perspective that I'm a Christian and yeah just following those teachings yeah you were from Fallows is quite diverse there like would you say that being there you've spoken to a lot of people that have um quite different opinions on religion or are there a lot of like atheists or would you say that you found like almost like your people there mm-hmm. um I think well with Fallowfields it's quite diverse in the sense that it's a uni area it's quite a lot of like students yeah. here and it's people from all over the country do you know what I mean so it's you're definitely not stuck to your one type of group that you're kind of used to maybe so even in my house alone there's there's a christian there's a ex-muslim there's a muslim there's an atheist you know what i mean there's Mm -hmm. such a plethora of different religions going on it's you've got that perspective but i think one of the things i i like about i guess the area that i'm in and you know the people that i'm around is you, you don't really get that that necessarily that conflict is more of a thing of trying to understand and seeing how people have different ways of life and what they think is very interesting in that sense so yeah it's quite it's quite nice to kind of grow off of it 
I was going to say, because one of the things that we really want to bring to light in this podcast is to talk about hateful extremism mm. and almost have those real tough discussions on how certain communities, certain like um, groups of people, how they almost become separate yeah. from the rest of like the like the country around them and things like that and I think one thing we wanted to bring in religion and what we wanted to discuss is how I think we just want a real conversation on how these religious groups do differ but mm. also how we can bring them together and like start to create those like open conversations with each other yeah. I mean I personally I should have mentioned at the beginning to everyone I'm I'm a Hindu I wouldn't say I'm the most religious person but um I do like to follow certain things in like almost like my scriptures and you know I do go to temple and I think religion does bring almost like a calm within me I think I'm becoming almost more religious now than I was before mm. but I think everybody has their own journey um with that yeah. but on the topic of that there's a lot of um lot of controversy around Hinduism right now if anyone knows anything about India and what's going on like this whole Hindu nationalism and I think it really got me thinking about how much conflict that is between religious groups yeah, really yeah <laughs> and honestly and one of the things we were talking about earlier me and Torin before we actually started filming this is we were talking about um like Christianity and like how that differs from other Abrahamic religions and just other religious groups in general mm. and um, how you yourself or like people around you have dealt with that conflict. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting because I think, as I said, one of the major things that kind of stood out to me the most is having so many influences and so many different religions around me. And um, even just having conversations for like, for example, with my um, Muslim friend, we kind of have a lot of similar views up until a certain point. For those that don't know, a lot of the um, Quran is literally the Old Testament in the Bible. So up until a certain point, there's a, there's a thing where there's that agreement, but there's also so much differences. And I think one of the things is, you know, you see a lot of stuff in social media and, you know, just going on in the yeah, world. There's a lot of points that are pushed by the media that kind of contribute to this hate, hateful extremism. You're looking at things with Islam in terms of like terrorism and all these sort of things. But then one of the things is that I've noticed a lot is as much as there's the differences within the religion, the way that the world kind of views religion in general is that, you know, there's there's it's that whole idea of oh we're not liberal enough and we don't allow for people to be free so we've got this idea that the media pushes on islam in the sense of there's this terrorism and all this sort of stuff but then there's also this idea on christianity that we don't care and love for like homosexual homosexuals and that sort of stuff do you know what i mean so i think it's it's weird in a sense of firstly there's the inner hatred or i guess conflicts between religions yeah. There's also that outer conflict with the world and how that causes another sense of conflict and extremism. And it's kind of navigating that. And what I guess the question is, how do you get through that? How do we solve that? And what's the actual aim that we're looking for? Do you know what I mean? I think the biggest issue that I find, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but like mm. is the stereotypes. Mm. So one thing that if my listeners are, um, I'm not sure if they have um, any understanding of this, but there is a big conflict between like Muslims and Hindus. And that is brought about by a lot of different factors. You know, you could bring in like partition, you can bring in colonialism, you can bring mm. in just 
a lot of different things. But the end result is that there is a lot of animosity between between those two religious groups. And yeah. I know myself being raised as a Hindu, you know, there are certain stereotypes that my community have had towards certain Muslims. But even if I speak to my Muslim friends, they'll have certain stereotypes about Hindus or Sikhs or like yeah. just groups in general. And I think that conflict, we've been able to come together in university. Like even in school, we we're able to overcome that. But I think it's when you grow older that yeah. maybe those um almost that the stereotypes grow a, a little bit bigger in a sense like it grows a little bit more because mm-hmm. that's when you know you're starting your adult life yeah how, how did those sort of stereotypes between the two religions come about I think <laughs> I'm not an expert on this I would put a lot of it down to partition because that was when India and Pakistan did separate so that yeah. was when you you had your land for like mostly what who Muslims would reside in you had India which is where mostly Hindus and Sikhs would reside in. Right, and I think right. that that physical barrier is such, you know, separating those two groups, that caused a massive change. Mm. And I think going back to the religious thing, it's just a, it, it's an understatement to say that obviously the two religions don't agree. And I think that picking little bits of what we've seen in the media or like, because we don't have a full understanding of each other's religions. So, same as Christianity, same as I know that there's a lot of, there is a certain animosity between like Judaism and Islam and even like Christianity brought into that. Mm-hmm, and um, I think the one thing that really puts fuel into the fire is social media and like what we read online and the way things, the way things are reported, I think. And yeah. I think that that's what fuels a lot of these segregations. And Mm -hmm. we haven't taken the time to actually speak to members of those communities to say, okay, right, what what is your religion about? Like, what is it that you get from it? What part does it play in your life? I'm sure that if you did, you know, you'd learn more. And I'm not sure, I'm, I'm sure you agree with that, really, from what you've said, like, yeah, yeah. to fellow university students in fallow fields, in universities, like, you know, in central Manchester as well. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's brought a certain new light to your yeah. life. Yeah, definitely. I think the idea of location and, I guess, culture has, plays a huge part in this, you know, identifying with a religion. Like, I think in terms of, like, the uh, Islam and Christianity debate is similar in a sense what you were saying about Islam and kind of Hinduism in, t- in terms of, like, the partition. Because I think if you look at the Western culture, you're looking at about, like, 32 million people that are identifying as a Christian now. Uh, as time goes on, we've seen a lot of people from the east side of the world coming into the UK. UK and other Western cultures and now it's like we're getting this mix of religion and mix of identities and we're kind of like yeah nah that's not what that's not me do you know what I mean uh, there's that element yeah. of we just don't know what you're about do you know what I mean and I think the issue is people are seeing it more as a I guess threat rather than being like okay so talk to me about what you you believe talk to me what you know you actually think life is about in terms of your religious walk and stuff and I think even in terms of as you were saying with um Islam and Hinduism it's it's, it causes conflict and it's kind of like at what point do we sit down and have that conversation and that's why I kind of I'm you know I'm blessed to be 
in this situation having this conversation yeah. now because it's bringing these things to I guess the light <laughs> and it's hopefully just hoping that people over time especially with social media and all these sort of things the access- accessibility to have these conversations are way more available do you know what I mean so yeah. I, I personally feel like a way to sort of actually get through to solving this issue is not even necessarily being like everyone convert to one religion everyone believe the same thing but it's like at the end of the day we're being exposed to a lot more religions and a lot more views so now let's talk about it let's see why you believe what you believe and let's come to a conclusion do you know what I mean um it was crazy because I was actually researching the, the percentage of Christians in the UK mm-hmm. as opposed to you know other religions um and ethnic minority groups and um it came up with that of the UK are Christian which doesn't surprise me because I think (laughs) we always forget especially like you being in a diverse area in Manchester you always forget actually how like why our country is and you know like we forget because we're we're in diverse areas like over to uni up north and I'm in very diverse areas, so you almost forget. But then I was researching in Manchester, the percentage of Christians, and it's 48.7%, which mm. is a large, a very, very large makeup. And I think when you think about it in your head, like how many people there are that, you know, that might think like you, but then even within that, there's different conflicts, I think. And I, I don't mm. want to keep banging on about conflict because I know there's a lot of unity within this as well. Yeah. But I think just to think about it in your head, like how many different kinds of people that are that, you know, are following the same thing as you. Yeah. And I think it's... It even it's, goes down to like um, denominations in, in Christianity. Like that's its own yeah. sort of, <laughs> you know, kind of breakdown that do you know what I mean it's sort of I think I think one of the biggest things that I think about religion in general is firstly in terms of identity and how that can you know control how you view yourself it it really goes down to at the end of the day in all religions the core principles is to be a good person to like to be kind to other people to you know be kind to the person that um is suffering and I think that's that's the main outlook that I kind of in terms of my identity and what I do that's the main thing that I want to put forward I don't want to be like oh yeah I'm a Christian that means I only identify with other Christians no at the end of the day the Christian story and the Christian you know messages love everyone do you know what I mean no regardless of you don't believe what I believe however I'm here if you need me I'm here if you you need like that love and that support and hopefully that can bring you to the same belief that I have However, if not, at least I've <laughs> given the outlook of love. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's one of them ones. I think at the core, we need to look at what is actually religion about, regardless of what whether the beliefs are the same. Do you know what I mean? True. And what you said then about everybody having the same sort of like, like almost like morals, values, things like that. It is all the same if you look at it. Even if you look at like, I know this bit like, far-fetched in terms of the religious route but like cults religious cults let's say mm-hmm. everybody has the same sort of thinking and understanding that you know they want to give love to the lord and you know they just want to do as well as they can here on on earth and things like that and i think sometimes we forget that really our core principles most of them if you look at if you strip everything back and just think about your relationship with god most of it is just the very same like me speaking to like my Muslim friends even like um my my friends of friends that are like um that follow Judaism it's all you know going back to that whole 
they just want to be a good person mm. and they just want to like you know give themselves to god and like spread his gospel and his word but at the end of the day it's all to do with love and i yeah. think you know like often we do forget that i think one question i wanted to ask you especially and what i wanted to you know the listeners is like what part does religion play in who you are like mm. would you say and how do you think it relates to everybody else's religious journey yeah um i guess the only way that i could answer this question is at the end of the day in christianity one of the main principles is trying to follow the life of jesus and and his of course he was seen as one of the only perfect people so the way that i kind of relate that to me is not striving to be perfect but striving to be progressing do you know what i mean and striving to be a person that can reflect that that love as i said earlier and being a being a safe haven for people to look at me and be like you know what that's a type of person i want to be around that's and when they when they see that they'll be like why are you like this and i can really you know put that back and show it's because of god you know what i mean because of the religion that i follow so i think in terms of that it what the biggest mm-hmm. part for me what christianity plays is firstly it brings me that peace and it brings me that you know that joy in knowing that there is mm-hmm. that thing that i believe in but it also just defines my character in terms yeah. of my integrity my humility and it's, it gives me a, a outline to look at and be like okay this is what i want to live my life by and the standards i want to uphold now let me try and do it <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't necessarily see it as mm-hmm um oh you know this a community though this is my people do you know what i mean because that goes actually goes against the teachings it's not about sticking to your community it's about being open with people and bringing people in and being loving and caring and kind and i think that's basically what i'm really trying to build within myself so that it's almost normal because it's really not we see so much hatred and so much mm. um opposition with people in the world and i guess it's just down to this individualism that we all have but the idea of now coming together and building a community as everyone in the world, not just a Christian or as a Muslim or a Hindu, do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's definitely the, the the path that I'm on at the moment. Do you, um, I was thinking more about, in general, about um, what part it plays in your decisions and choices. And I was going to ask, do you think that yourself being from that community and like having friends like do you think that it plays a big part in how you think about yourself I think it was also sorry I wanted to touch on you said that there's an ex-Muslim in your house um was religion like did they think it was separate from how was um you know the rules and stuff that they they didn't particularly maybe want to follow say that again um it was it like the rules that they may have like not particularly wanted to follow or do you think that they just didn't see themselves in that religion and like they didn't think that religion affected how they like thought mm-hmm. or like about themselves um, and, like they didn't consider it like an identity because i know that a lot of people do consider it as like you know their foremost identity yeah yeah um based on the conversations that we've had it's definitely been a thing from from what i can tell you know growing up in in a certain religion you're kind of just force-fed what it is but sometimes as you get into this age now like 21 22 23 this is when you really have to start making it your own or turning away from it do you know what i mean and i think based on his own personal experiences and you know knowledge of the world he, he for him it made sense that it didn't 
makes sense <laughs> do you know what mm-hmm. i mean i think that's yeah. kind of the journeys that he's on at the moment and, and i guess that's just the way it is in terms of that i just don't feel like in terms of his identity it's like you know what i've been brought up from this household but it's not something that i relate to anymore and he's changed a lot in the sense of you know the things that he believes and the actions that he takes but again it's not a thing where it's like oh you're wrong or i'm right it's like okay that's yeah. what you define yourself as and that's how you portray yourself to the world and that's perfectly fine do you know what i mean in terms of like like we were going on about like hate and like the almost like the terror that we have seen from um you know you know like the media and even just stereotypes from these religious groups what do you think we can do as you know individual communities to overcome this like this hate this segregation for one another this separation yeah Um, because it's really hard it's really hard when you you're community your group thinks you're right and that's it and you don't have space to have free thinking like thoughts to say actually you know what I agree with aspects of this religion or that religion and I was just wondering what you yourself think as a community you could do to like overcome this mm-hmm. um, I think based on my own personal experience um, being a Christian and stuff I think one of the hardest things to me is you know, the, um, I don't want to say misinformation, but I guess the narrative that's sort of played sometimes on the things that we believe. So for example, the conflict that, uh, and it, it sometimes leads to conflict. So for example, as I said earlier, with the, the views that we have on homosexuality and the views that we have mm. on women or those sort of things, I think those, the way that it's portrayed and the way that people understand these things, it leads to people feeling like, okay, yeah, at least some sort of hatred and some sort of like you know opposition but in reality if we still sat down and have a conversation be like this is what we believe this is why we believe it and realize that it's coming from a place of love and it's not saying that you're wrong <laughs> if anything it's saying that we I have no right to judge you at all do you know what I mean and it's led to such such crazy things in the media even when uh, homosexuality became legalized as marriage there was this huge kind of battle against the church of england and upset yeah i mean and it's like this this isn't what we want this isn't the way that it's supposed to be but it's not even from the it's not even from you know uh the actual beliefs that we had it's from the way there's been lack of communication and it's become opposition and now it's led to the conflict. So I think the main thing that we can have across all the religions and all the different principles and beliefs is a conversation. And I think Mm. during this whole 2020 year where everyone's just at home doing nothing, I think this is the perfect time to, if you look at, again, if you look at the Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, people are finally having a conversation. People are finally being able to say their views and we're seeing a lot more people understand where, that idea is coming from so I guess even with Christianity and Islam and stuff like that is having a conversation and being like okay look I don't understand but what do you believe and I think that's what's gonna change the um, just to be open with it I think yeah. as well just to you know go in with no judgment none of your mm, previous yeah. thoughts on what you I think when, um, last year when I was in my second year of university <laughs> I lived in a house with um, three other girls and on the on first look at us you might think of just four brown girls you know living together but actually we had one um girl who identified with her religious group as being a buddhist we had one sikh we had a muslim and then we had me a hindu so if you look at it like that you know we are very diverse and we had conversations about our thinking about what we wanted from life and about how almost like how we go about life you know Mm -hmm. what religion means to us 
And again, like, even though we did have certain, you know, setbacks of how we thought about each other based on, you know, based on almost like family, ancestry, communities, things like that. I think we did reach the same conclusion that each religion is beautiful in our own way. I think speaking about it with passion and love, I think when someone speaks about your own, like their own religion with passion and love, you feel that. And then you always think, oh, you know what? I understand with that because it's like me. I've heard a lot about um, Islam. I've like most of my friends, like they, they speak to me about it and we have like light hard discussions about it. And from that, I could see how beautiful their religion is and what they want from each other in life and like speaking about even their festivities like Eid and Ramadan and things like that like it was such a nice caring giving time and that's the sort of stuff you don't see in the media like being in uni and um Mm. seeing the Islamic society come up and give food after every like um day in Ramadan in the night and it was like a really beautiful thing like the not even the community but the students got together and it was nice to see that. And like I said, it's something that isn't really going to be reported because it's not, you know, it's not following a certain narrative. Yeah. And even, um, sorry, just to go back, even Judaism, I remember when I was traveling with my friend and we went um, to Budapest and we went to, I think it was in Europe, the second largest Orthodox synagogue and the information they gave us on their religion and what they think and their traditions, mm. it's so thoughtful. Yeah. And you couldn't help, you couldn't help but appreciate it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And I think that that's the main thing, like like you said, having these open discussions to speak about it. I think you really, you understand the beauty in each other. Like the stereotypes that you had, like they, they fall back a little bit. You mm-hmm, sort of just mm-hmm. see what their thoughts are and they, like you immerse yourself in their thinking. Yeah. I think it definitely takes, um, I think one of the strongest things that causes us to not be able to have these conversations, it comes down to pride at the end of the day. It's, it's the idea of, you know, I am right, so why am I going to bother? But having these conversations doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means you're becoming educated. And I think in terms of any sort of subject across the board, whether it's racism, whether it's veganism versus being a meat youth eaters, is being educated enough to have the conversation and being like, okay, yeah, I still believe what I believe, but I'm glad that I know what you know now and I understand why you believe what you believe. So I think mm. the, way, the ways to sort of actually make progress to change is firstly a mindset shift of, well, that's a tongue twister, <laughs> a, mi- a, well, mind- yeah. <laughs> a mindset shift of taking away that pride and being like, you know what, me having this conversation doesn't mean I believe what you believe, but it's giving you the yeah. same thing explain it to me and become educated and then it's also again the action that follows of having these conversations and we live in such a melting pot of different cultures and different religions that we it's it's out our it's out our access you know what i mean whenever we want it whether it's on social media or just people that we meet on the everyday street as you said in manchester we've got such a high percentage of christians but then there's such a mix of ethnicities and religions that go around and it's kind of taking that step to be like you know what explain it to me (laughs) and hopefully that will just kind of lead to a place of change I think not to be afraid as well when you see these Mm. religious groups like I know in Manchester that there are lots of communities that are together in certain areas and it's to feel like it's not to segregate that to be like oh that area is you know associated with this group of people or this community whatever I think almost when you have that first thought it's automatically like okay they're them we're us 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you get that, you know, those like barriers in between and then these conversations aren't open. But if you go there and you speak to people, you'll see that everybody's just, you know, just wanting the same thing, just like lighthearted conversation. It doesn't have to be a like, you know, an argument all the time. It doesn't have to be like serious like conversation. It doesn't have to be that someone's trying to sway you to like, you know, join their side, join their group or whatever. I think that's sometimes what we think when you have these conversations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, really quickly on our title, because I did say that our title was who they think we should be. I know we are at the end of our session, but I just I wanted to ask you, do you think that you have to act a certain way because you are associated with a certain religious group? Do you think that, you know... <laughs> They people want you to be someone specific. Your your Christian community want yeah. you to be someone. And do you feel like that's affected you in like your identity? Yeah. Um I, I um that's that's actually a really good question. I wouldn't say pers- oh, sorry. Re- sorry, really quickly, not to interrupt, yeah. but um <laughs> well, I did, but <laughs> sorry to interrupt. I should say first as well, like, do you think other religious groups see you in a certain way as well Mm. like think that you have to you know act be you know someone that they have a stereotype of you know yeah yeah okay so firstly like how christians view me but then as well how other religions sort of view me yeah um yeah that's as i said that's a good question i think the biggest thing for me is firstly there's there's layers to it in a sense of firstly i am a pastor's kid so there is that there's this thing in the christian community called like a pk which is sounds like pastor's kid and <laughs> it's so funny because they always say <laughs> they always say PK, that like, you know <laughs> they said that a pastor's kids are always the wild ones because they end up like rebelling because you know they live their life having to try and be perfect in the same way like obama's kids will probably have a standard to uphold and you never know what goes on behind closed doors and that sort of stuff and i think you know, I think growing up when I was younger, that was a thing that I felt like, oh, I've got to be this perfect child. I can't do nothing wrong because at the end of the day, first it's yeah. going to affect how people will view not only my dad, but then the message that he's preaching. And then not only that, but Christianity as well. And there's that responsibility to be like, I am, I guess, a linchpin that's going to showcase Christianity and I'm only 10 years old (laughs) do you know what I mean and it's kind of that sort of idea there but as well as that I guess in terms of Christianity in general I feel like if people really listen to the message they'll understand that you don't have to be perfect however it's literally a case of as long as you're striving to be on that 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 place of being you know good and loving I think that's when people I think if Christians are viewing you and being judgmental then they aren't really following the Christian message the way they should (laughs) that's the way Mm -hmm. that I kind of view it there so at this moment of getting to understand the teachers a little bit more I'm more like yeah it doesn't affect me as much in terms of my identity I'm I like to just put what I know and what the Bible tells me into action rather than what people's judgments are we live in a very judgmental world I'll say that again (laughs) like with the whole cancel culture with any little thing you do wrong that is going to be held against you really Mm, definitely and then um I guess in terms of other religions um Mm. yeah I think I think I get the most pressure from that in terms of my identity and trying to 
be a certain way because <clears throat> at the end of the day they don't understand the message they don't understand why i believe what i believe but then it's even in the bible it talks about representing god in a way that it makes people curious and it makes people realize you know what that's only god so the christian message literally teaches me that i've got to be a certain way so that yeah. people from different religions understand or be curious or want to learn and i think that's the biggest thing for me is how do I represent God and represent Christianity in a way that's true, firstly, and, you know, just honourable at the same time that kind of reflects in the way that I am. And I think that's the biggest thing for me because I'm a human at the end of the day and I make mistakes and I do yeah. things wrong, but it's that it's that idea of, you know, it's a journey and that's okay, but just continuing to strive to be progressing. I think that was a really beautiful ending to the episode. <laughs> so I think we'll we'll stop there. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to Torin for being on the episode today. And I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Um, I hope we hit a lot of marks that you guys wanted to talk about or discuss. And, you know, I hope we got you thinking about anything. Or even if you didn't, it was just a nice listen, I hope. Mm. But, um, yeah, again, thank you to Torin for being on the show today. No worries. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I did indeed. <laughs> And um, we will be back with another episode soon. So see you later, everyone. Bye. Bye.